Boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. Listen, you can go to Spotify right now and you can watch everything unfold. You don't, it's on the video portion is on Spotify and it's on YouTube. So either way, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Will we get kicked off Spotify as much as YouTube? I sure hope not. That'll be a good thing. That's good. That might be a good, good venue thing. for us. Uh, first up, we are brought to you by the great boss shot shells. It Home. Is- of the brand new number nines, the Stanfield nines. That's right, the Stanfield nines by Boss. Mm-hmm. Perfect for teal hunting, dove hunting, quail hunting, folks. Your it's, smaller birds. It's coming down the road where you're not going to be shooting lead no more at all. So you might as well jump on the train and get on the Stanfield nines. Also, turkey season is firing up all over the United States. You got Boss Tom out there. It is very, very wicked, and I tell you what. People loved it in Nashville. Yes, they the did. The turkey, they were buying them left and right. I didn't get to go, but that's what I heard. Yeah, so maybe next year you can come. Go check them out. They're direct to consumerbossshotshells.com, and you can order everything that you want. That simple. Also, we're brought to you by Mossberg. We shot that 940 all season long. Boy, I saw a couple of over-unders they had at their booth in Nashville. You're all about Mm-mm-mm. it. Mm-mm-mm. Nice, good-looking guns. Good thing about the 940 is everything is oversized, so your buttons and your and your uh, levers, you know, you're going to be, it's going to, it's a waterfowl gun. You're you can get a hold wearing of gloves. It might be fingers a little bit cold. Everything's oversized. Easy to operate in cold weather. Mossberg.com. Mossberg.com. We are also brought to you by none other than Pacific Calls. The guys up there at Pacific Calls have got a new line of turkey calls coming out. Kill Count is going to be out this week. Jeff's eating a peppermint. Sounds real good in the microphone. Um, Check them out. PacificCustomCalls.com. Listen, we got a promo code. BHP25 will save you 25% off of checkout. Whatever you get, whether it be waterfowl calls, turkey calls, doesn't matter. You can save 25% uh, PacificCustomCalls.com. Be looking for that kill count, though, because I'm very, very excited about it. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. It's time for you to get skinny. Silhouettes are the way to go. Uh, Socks, silhouettes, Dive Bomb has changed the game whenever you look at the way you set out a decoy spread. Everything, you got to get the bag so everything packs up extra nice and neat. Uh, Dive Bomb, it's an investment. Ladies and gentlemen, it's much easier to have five or ten dozen dive bombs in your trailer than it is to monkey around with full bodies all season long. They look great. They're coming out with an all new line of fully flocked decoys. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Divebombindustries.com. It's not too late to start building that spread for next year. We are also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Mr. Alex Langbell spent a lifetime in the first responders game. He knows what you need to keep your four-legged hunting buddy safe. Field trauma kit, we got it in every vehicle out here. Stop bleeding, Keep get warmed up, cool off. Save a lot of lives. It can, so you never know when you're going to need that thing, so just have it on hand. Have one in your vehicle, have one in your hunting bag. They've also got the quick release system. I put Lou in it every single day, tethers onto his collar, and then you just pull a little string whenever you're ready for him to go. No more dogs breaking. I hate when I see that on Instagram. Post People post these big rain outs and the dog's running out in the middle of it. Put that little fucker on the quick release system from Gun Dog Outdoors and it might save his life. Also, we're brought to you by Shin Gear. They're not just a waiter company anymore. Bibs, well, vests, boots. Jackets. Jackets, everything. Everything. The best part about Shin Gear is every, they're, they're tailoring their stuff to be Completely waterproof. I wore their bibs all season long now that I can talk about it. Totally waterproof, totally windproof, 
hunted in a couple downpours, never got wet. Jacket, same way. Uh, they make a great product over there. And their waders are second to none. And they've got the guarantee that they will stand behind their product as long as you stand in them. So if you run into a problem, a little snag, a little burr, barbed wire, send them back, they'll fix them. Okay? Great customer service, which is lost in today's world. Jeff Jones is a great guy. Great guy. Great customer service. Excellent customer service. Check them out. Shingear.com. Lucky duck. That's right. Saw Tim and Luke this last weekend in Nashville, and they have all kinds of new lines of stuff. They got a bunch of new stuff coming out. A great company. I'll tell you right now, if you put your dog in a dog kennel, it needs to be in a Lucky Duck dog kennel. That's the way Lou rides. Crash rated. Five-star crash test rated. Has a fan in there, don't you? Got it? a fan in there for his little fat ass in September and October. Flat screen we're TV, hunting. watch Scooby-Doo. That's Doo. all that we need. It's got a nice little bed in there. Uh, people are varmint hunting right now. They've got an incredible sound system for, for varmints. And I tell you what, I want to shoot a raccoon. I saw... Uh, that raccoon hunting looks fun, don't it? It does look fun. You can do it with the Lucky Duck. Just got a little tail on there, and the little bastard will just come right up. Um, best day frames on the market, the Lucky Duck 2x4 blind, and the, still have the best uh, motion decoys. Spinners, they got swimmers, they got all sorts of stuff. So whatever you're needing, if you're needing to get motion into your spread, I would check out LuckyDuck.com. They're the best. We are also brought to you by the boys up at uh, the Looking Glass Podcast. Go to Patreon, type in Looking Glass Podcast. You donate to their account, and you will get their entire library of debauchery. Uh, tell you what, Logan and Rebel are some of the best human beings on earth, and they run a fantastic podcast. You need to go to Patreon right now and subscribe to their podcast. It will change your life. It will make those long drives uh, seem like minutes. So go check them out at the Looking Glass Podcast. We're also brought to you by the Hunt Proof app. Keep your hunts alive by writing them down. You will regret that when you get older if you don't. If I wish, I'd give anything if I'd have had this from when I was younger to keep back all of my stuff. I did just to keep track the records, the hunts, the weather, what happened that day. Because man, it just takes a little bit of reminder, and you can go back and relive all them things in your mind. You can post pictures to your entry, so not only do you have what you've written down, but if it's a special hunt and you've got a picture, you can attach it to the entry also. So uh, they're onto something over there at the Hunt Proof app, and you need to go set up an account right now. It's easy to find. Go to the App Store, whether you're iPhone, Android, whatever. Go to your App Store. Download the Hunt Proof app and start logging your hunts. Start logging your memories with your loved ones. We're also brought to you by Alpha Outdoors Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. And from what I hear, it's going to be really, really nice. And the Blind Caddy. And the Blind Caddy. They had them Saw in that Nashville. at Nashville. That's going to change the way that you sit in an A-frame. Keep your coffee, shotgun shells, keep it all out of the mud. So be looking for that from Alpha Outdoor Specialties. We're also brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. It is not for the faint of heart. Bangtail embodies a select few who believe in hard work and relish in the opportunity to take a step back to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Whether relaxing for a midweek swallow or communing on the weekend with quality people, Bangtail is sure to provide a truly unique and tasteful experience time and time again. With deep southern roots, Bangtail provides a first-class handcrafted whiskey experience Pour a jigger of Bangtail and enjoy. Must be 21 years or older. Brought to you by Dirty Duck. There you go. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. They got all kinds of new stuff. They have a copper wine glass. What? Bring one of them home for Michelle. She wanted one of those. 
They had some uh, copper coffee cups, mugs. They sold out of them before I could get one of them. And they got some really cool caps. Their, their swag is out of this world. Check out DirtyDuck.com. Coffee, they ship it all over the place. Had a guy from England message me yesterday and said, hey, will they send coffee to England? Uh, I need to call, contact Buck and find out if they do. But anyways, they will ship it anywhere and everywhere, and that's Dirty Duck. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. The way to go. And brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. We will have David on here on the podcast next couple weeks talk about Ducks, the event at Texas Motor Speedway in May. Uh, it's crazy that that's right around the corner yep. when you think about it. Skies are full. It's because of Ducks Unlimited. They have con- conservation. Hunters are the best conservationists. Ducks Unlimited is best, the best platform for conservation in America or in the world for that matter. So please go check out DU and look for a local event. Uh, also, we're brought to you by Double T British Kennels. If you are in the market for a new little hunting buddy this off season, I would highly recommend that you go check out Double T British Kennels. They've got fantastic dogs, whatever you're looking for. New puppy, started dog, finished dog. They've got it all. Double T British Kennels, and they've got a very, very good bloodline and cute little cute little guys. We hunted over two of his dogs this past uh, winter. Adam and Sam were two of the best, very, very well-mannered, and they were really good in the field. So Double T British Kennels is the way to go. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. We've got just maybe one. We can take on one more turkey hunter this year, one or two more. No, we're booked. We're booked. Never mind. That's gone. Uh, if you want to book for dove hunting. Yep. I've got the second weekend of dove season open September 8th. And then I can do a corporate, I can do two corporate groups during the week and one in September and one in October. I don't have the dates on me right now, but anyways, holler at us. If you're looking for a dove hunt, dove season's fixing to start filling in. Uh, most of it's filled in already, but I do have some dove hunting spots available. Just look us up at stanfieldhunting.com. Thank Thank y'all. God bless y'all and have a wonderful week. All right, boys and girls, this episode of the podcast, it is just Jeff and I, and we discuss the weekend, the great weekend that Jeff had in Nashville at the uh, turkey convention. So a little turkey wrap up and, you know, go off on all of our tangents. So enjoy this episode. Here we go. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Pacific Game Calls. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. This week, a new call comes out from Pacific, the kill count. Uh, So I had the pleasure of running a lot of their calls last year, and this one is going to get the kill count. You're going to have the ability to get extremely, extremely loud. It's going to be a pot call. Extremely loud, but you can also do... The real subtle, sexy sounds. A little purr. A little purr action. So, that's going to come out this week. Be looking for it. It's going to be on their Instagram. I'll share it. BHP 25. Save 25%. Bam, motherfucker. I was with the guys from Pacific. 
Great guys. Oh my god, I was so embarrassed though. I tell you what I did. (coughs) The first night, first day we got to Nashville was on Wednesday. Now you got a cold because you shook too many hands. You probably did not take Purell. No, I did not. Exactly. Didn't even think about it. Exactly. I'm not scared of my people. Nasty. Not scared of my people. Met a ton of people that listen to podcasts. If you did a poll on how many people wash their hands after they use the restroom, it would shock you. Always take. Supposed to wash your hands before you pee. You don't want to put a dirty hand on your pecker. Uh, So, anyways, uh, first day we got to Nashville, Meg and Dirk from Boss, me and Andy, are, can we go ahead and talk about that now? Yeah, go ahead. I think so. I think, uh, yeah. Me and Andy are full-time. I wonder if there's a drum roll. I don't know if there is. There's dad talking on there. There there was something else on there, too. Anyway. Anyways, me and Andy are... Full-time liaisons for Boss Shot Shells. We will. Be, that was not it. That's close. We will. We will be at all the hunting shows. All the hunting shows that Boss is at. That Boss is at. We will be there in the booth, talking, visiting, doing whatever we can, <laughs> promoting, promoting the best shotgun shells there is. Yep. And we will be <clears> having <throat> some more announcements on some new products coming out that we will mm-hmm. be part of. Anyway, so we went to me and Michelle went to Nashville to Turkey Convention. Absolutely an incredible week. And you did not realize that turkey hunting was this big of a phenomenon. I had no clue. The Gaylord There's Convention. There's probably Center, more people that turkey hunt than waterfowl hunt. I bet. Maybe. No, you don't think so? No, not close. But maybe this is just the only show tailored for turkey hunting. So a lot of waterfowl stuff there. Now. It's like a mecca. Yes. And, and lots of waterfowl stuff. Right. Dive yeah, bomb was there. You would see these ladies come by. Uh, there was a ton of our of our uh, sponsors were there. Yeah. ton. Ladies would come by, have them a, an NWTF, you know, Chapter 74, Ottumwa, Iowa, and then someone would have one from Maryland. I mean, it was crazy. But that's their national convention, and <clears throat> it was a good time. The whole Gaylord Opryland Hotel was nothing but turkey hunters. <laughs> everybody that walked by you, everybody that come through there when you're in the hotel lobby. So, anyways, first day we get there, me and mom go with Dirk and Meg. We go downtown to eat, and we go to Hattie B's to eat. Is this your first time there? I've been in Nashville before, but just passing through, I'd never spent any time there really. But you had Hattie B's in Vegas? No, I had Hattie B's in Nashville before. Oh, but before I was smart, and I just got the chicken strips. Sure. Something. This time I decided. Me, when we were in line going in, we met a real nice couple from South Carolina, and the guy in front of me goes, are you Jeff Stanfield? <clears throat> and I said, yes, I am. And we started visiting these podcast listeners, very nice guy, just happened to be in front of us, him and his wife, and we sit and visit with them. We got in line, we ordered, and we ordered, and I said, fuck it, I'm going to try it. I've never been fuck somewhere it. that ordered something so hot I couldn't eat Wow. until Wednesday. Big old JJ. I, oh, I ordered the- I can't say that now. The mother clucking. The mother clucking. The, the, that is that now. Is that as high as it gets? That's the hot. It wasn't called the mother clucker. It was uh, the mother clucker. Cluck at something or nothing. It was hot. Now a lot of people on Facebook said it's not that hot, and you're just a big pansy. Bullshit. I really? want them. I tell you what. If you say that, I want you. Hold on, messenger. Hold on. If you say that, I want you to video you eating that hot. I'll send you a t-shirt. If you eat <laughs> the three strips that come with the strip meal of the right. two cluck to hot or whatever, the, the hottest one they have, and you eat three strips and you don't take a drink for 15 minutes, I'll send you a t-shirt. Oh, well, it ain't torture. happening. It ain't happening. 
Dirk did the one chip challenge. Really? He said it's as hotter and hot as that or hotter. Wow. I took one bite of that son of a bitch, and I'm telling you right now, I think someone stuck a scalding hot sword up my ass as soon as I did. That bad, huh? Oh, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Okay, so this says it measures at half a million plus on the Scoville heat unit. Don't know what that I don't compares have a clue. to. Right, look up and see what's on the Scoville. Uh, you, you're introducing a cayenne-based blend with habanero peppers and ghost peppers. It's packing a huge punch, giving probably half a million plus Scoville heat units in each bite. It was terrible. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to look up half a million Scoville. Uh, I'm going to look up the one-chip challenge because Payne did that. There yeah. we go. Okay, here's the one-chip challenge on the Scoville. It is 2.2 million. So I'm just telling you what Dirk said. Hattie B's was just. It was terrible. I'm telling you, it was horrible. It was so bad that I could, I did for 15 minutes. I couldn't even eat anything. I didn't want to drink, put my tongue in water. <clears throat> it was hot. I mean, absolutely miserable. If you did it, then I'm glad for you. Uh, let's see. It's basically a habanero, the red Savania habanero is oh. what it is. It's more than the scotch bonnet. It's more than the habanero. It's more than, well, put it this way. a. Um, Did your whole face like get hot like you had horrible. a sunburn? Yeah. A jalapeno, you know it's hot. A jalapeno pepper is 10,000. So it's 50 times hotter than a jalapeno. I'm t- it Carolina was, Reapers, 2.2 million. Some Trinidad ones, 1.5 million. Red Savina Habanero is five hundred and eighty. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm telling you, it's fucking hot. It was miserable. Ghost peppers one million. Yeah, it, it was hot. I would never do it again. Never. I tried. Oh shit, no. Like, do you even taste anything when it's that hot? My mouth went numb. <laughs> so no. My nostrils. I'm Were you fucking... smart enough to eat your meal before you did this, or was that no? Your meal? That was my meal. One oh, bite. Fuck. I took one bite of that son bitch. That's all I ate. So your whole mouth is just. Yeah. Screwed. 15 minutes later, I sit there and this lady comes in. Oh, you need milk and stuff. They ain't got fucking milk. Not in the they got sweet tea. Oh. So, anyways, then Michelle. The acid in the tea is probably oh, reacting. It was, it was terrible. And then this lady sitting next to us. Oh, I was going to try one of them. I was here, give you not too Have sure. at it. I said, it's I free. just cut it off with a knife. So, here, gave her, her and her husband took one. She goes, Oh, that's miserable. <laughs> the guy, the waiter come in. He goes, uh, Sir, who's the fool that's trying this? Oh, that'd be me. Mm-hmm. Were you gonna get a T-shirt or anything if you finished it? Not fuck no, nothing. Just I just I've never been eating some more things for so hot I couldn't eat. <coughs> Actually, I ordered one of them in the medium. The you medium, should ate the medium first. Well, I thought mom would take the hot one. She really likes hot shit. She, goes, she didn't try it. She goes, I'm not doing that. Oh, the medium was hot too. Hmm. I want to try Hattie B's. It's it's. Well, I've done my own hot chicken before and it, it's good, but I can mon I can whoa, whoa, manage. Whoa, whoa. You said it was what? It was good. Yeah. This wasn't good. There was nothing about this that was good. No, but I want to try Hattie B's, the hot chicken sandwich with the pickle and all that other stuff. Next year, I've done my own. Next before. year when we go, yeah, are you going to try the hot hot ice one? No, no. no. You see, that's a smart part. That's the, no. we ate at Hattie B's again no. the last night. Was it good? Uh, I ate the medium. It was still warm, oh. but it wasn't nothing like. I mean, I took a bite. I didn't. I got sick on the last night we were there. The last afternoon we were there, started getting a sore throat and Shaking stuff. Hands. We went to eat. And I went home from the eating, and mom and then went to see a comedian. I didn't even go. Really? Nope, I didn't you feel good. Said, go so ahead, back have to the fun. Hotel room. Yep, I took the Uber back to the hotel, and mom and Dirk and Meg and Henry went to see Big John 
Okarok or something. I can't remember his name. His mom said it was he was hilarious. Really? Uh huh. Um, yeah, I had severe FOMO the whole weekend. So like every time, I did not want to take your calls. Because you were telling me how great of a time it was. It was a damn good time. And I was missing out. I was. It- I was stuck in Texas preparing to go to Deadwood, South Dakota, where it's going to be two below zero when I get there. That's miserable. We we went, I went there not having a clue what it was going to be like. I have a good time anytime I'm with the boss people anyway. So I thought oh, I had a big good time. We had a good time in St. Louis yeah. at Squad Fest. It was a good time, but it was like going to a hunting show in Texas in the late 90s. It was packed. Wall to wall freaking people. All of our sponsors were there. There was a lot of people. There. You couldn't even go visit people. Really? Yeah, you 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 go over and you would see what's going on, but it would be Did they push you away. As you you're could you you had to fucking move. Really, but it, it was a great time. Uh, so, anyways, first day we go there to go eat there. We went to some fancy jean place. You get custom made jeans. I'd have gone there, and we went we went there. It was called uh, I'm a Jean and Willie's custom made jeans in New Jersey. And mom bought a jacket, an old gas station jacket. I think Meg bought the same jacket. Anyway, so we did that. We drove around. Then that night, we went to eat at Old Red's, which is, um, what's the singer? Blake Blake Shelton's place. Mm. We ate there, and there was a bunch of people there. Uh, Tim Noy was there, and Luke Cramlett from uh, Lucky Tim, Duck were Tim in there. No. Tim No. It's, he spells it the same as a buddy of mine named Noy, and I always say that. It's Tim No. Tim was in there. Tim and Luke were in there. Wade Shoemaker was in there. We sat and visited with them a long time. It was a, it was a really good time. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. Had had a wonderful, wonderful time. <coughs> Anyways, that night. Even though you got a cough now. That night. Or COVID. Pacific Boys mm-hmm. went to Jason Aldean's on the roof, and they were partying it pretty hard. You know Pacific Boys party. Have you noticed that ever? They're good at that. And Alex, the next morning, I see Zach. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's Alex, but Alex looks a little different. Guy's got dark glasses on. So I see Zach and I kind of hug, give him the you know the hand, and you reach yeah. around and hug him. Yeah. The other guy hugged. I have no idea who the fuck I hugged because after I hugged him, I thought this is not Alex. And Zach goes, "Yeah, Alex is in the room sick." Yeah. I was like, "So hmm. you hugged a guy?" They have no idea who he was. Did you call him Alex? I don't know if or I did. Or what's not. up? Brother? I'm just glad I didn't you know grab him on his butt cheeks or anything. When I hug like that, I say, "What's up, brother?" I don't know what I hugged. I don't know what I said, but I was embarrassed because I, I hugged a guy I didn't know. Yeah. So He's it, probably back home like, oh, there's a guy that hugged me there, and I yeah. don't know who he was. Some fat guy from Texas hugged and me. And now I got me. a cold because of that fat guy from Texas that hugged me. Yeah, and then Alex won. I uh, saw he won the Callmaker. uh, Callmaker's contest. Yes. First place. He said, Deuce, you cannot call me Deuce anymore. He's got his own gold trophy. So congratulations to Alex. So Trevor now will be Deuce in Mexico because he hasn't won anything. I don't not not in that not in that vein. No, I don't the know how they're going to championship gonna, deal. Listen, it's um it's a power struggle right now for the Pacific Boys. To see who's on top. To see who's on top. Right now, I guess gonna, right now you got to give it to Alex, Alex because he's got the he's got the gold trophy that's got no dust on it. So we uh um, anyways, that is a great event. If you're a turkey hunter, you must go there. I oh. So jealous. I I don't know nothing about turkey hunting and about like I do rifles. And there was a lot of turkey hunters there. It was interesting. Lots of people come up and spoke with us. Um, all our sponsors were most all the sponsors were there, and it was it was a really good show. And I'm, I'm curious to see how they all done. I know the guys from Dirty Duck sold it. Had a ton of coffee, ton of coffee, and uh, met some really cool dudes. I met a guy named Bobby that works for Boss Venator. He is a neat guy. Um, we're gonna have to do a podcast with him. He's in special forces for 29 years, retired. Nice. He has some really good stories. Very intelligent man. 
And then Aaron Carter, a man, that dude just really cracked me up. He was he was a good guy. He was in the booth a lot. And I got to hang out with Snow Bunny. And I'm gonna tell you what those kids. Snowstorm. Well, I call him Snow Bunny. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Zach Brawley. Zach is a funny dude. I'm telling you. The boy's got a full mustache with 78 hairs in it. Poor kid can't grow a mustache, save his ass. Him and Connor Guy were in there, and I had a really good time with both of those kids. Those kids worked really, really hard and helped out around the boss booth, and they're good kids. Did you work much? It sounds like you were working the room more than you were. What do you mean working the room? You know, just I visited with people. You were hobnobbing and taking pictures. (laughs) I'd done a lot of that, but I, I sold some stuff, too. I don't Big salesman. I'm not much of a ballistics guy. Oh, right. So people, how many feet per second is that? Like, I have no idea. Doesn't they gave matter. me a piece of paper with the cheat sheet on it. Oh. Everybody else there put it behind on their um, lanyard with their deal. Mm-hmm. I put mine in my pocket. Right. So well, now it looks obvious whenever you're digging in your I pocket. I had a shin vest on one day. The next day I wore another shin vest, and I went looking for my bill. And Not there. So I was like, I'd have to push it to someone else. That yeah. boss, Tom, though, Woo. a lot of that stuff going through the doors. Is it? It's good, good stuff. stuff. It, it is really, is. really, really good stuff. So a lot of duck loads. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. One guy, one guy made a comment to me. He said, "Well, you sound just like a salesman." That's what do you mean? He said, "Well, you're trying to sell me on this three five war chief." So I'm telling you, it's the best shit out there. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Yeah, but you work for the company." He goes, "Well, you know, I want someone that really knows it's in the field that knows what's going on. How how many days did you hunt this year?" I said, seven days." Well, that's really not a lot in this field. I said, "Well, no, it's not, but I, I run a pretty <laughs> good operation. I understand that." He called. He's checking he was, your credentials. He, was, he Jeff. was calling me out. Just he thought did. I was just hired help from somewhere. You're just a hired hand. You're paid to say this, I said, Jeff. I said I've been in business for a long, long time, and I'm telling you, it's like shooting lead back in the '70s. Mm-hmm. I do real good with old guys. Oh yeah, that's my that's my bread and butter right there. <laughs> so was this guy? Was he a young Thundercat flat bill wearer? Uh, kind of a yeah, kind just of a healthy kind of, mix. I think he was just trying to call me out, and I I don't go down real fast. No. So it was, it was, I enjoyed the banter with him a little bit. Uh, most people really just really, there was a lot of young people there, a lot of girls, hmm. a lot of cups, a lot of Amish people. Yeah, they I was kind of surprised hunting. by that. You know, what's really interesting too is I started noticing they shaved their face like from their ears. It's weird, their beard, they don't, they shave above their, their mustache mm-hmm. and they shave their cheeks. Hmm. I don't know. I've never been that close to an Amish fellow. I, I started noticing all that. I'm sure they've got a reason. It was a busy week. We had a new grandbaby on Tuesday. Whew. We had a big grandson, nine pounds, three ounces. Congratulations, Zach and Shelby. <coughs> Pearson Bennett. I'm, I'm going to call him Bronky, I think. He's going to be a big old boy. Mm. I just got a text. They're calling for five inches of snow in Deadwood on the day that I land. I hope that they are prepared. Do you really have a clue what you're getting into here? <laughs> I, I don't. Five inches of snow. Uh, the high on Wednesday. So I fly out Wednesday at 11. I'll get there about four. So it'll be about three degrees when you get there. Uh, the, high is, the high is two. Well, it won't be three then. So it'll probably be Shh. negative. Yeah. Do you then, land in Deadwood or in Rapid City? Rapid City, 45 minutes away. <laughs> and then. <laughs> is that from where your house is? Who's picking know. you up? One of them. They're going to go to Rapid City that day. They don't have a whole lot of plans on Wednesday. And so they're just going to go, like, dick around and play bowling or something like that. Play bowling? They're going to go bowling. Are y'all staying in Deadwood? Uh, I don't know where our house is at. But we're going to we're gonna snowmobile on Thursday where the high is one. 
Uh, it's you're in the mountains. I mean, it's just like being in Colorado, or New Mexico. There's no, there's not much difference there to where you were in Angel Fire. And then I think, uh, I think Blake has a party bus rented, and then <laughs> fuck. Uh, so we're, I guess we're gonna booze cruise on a party bus when it's two degrees. Well, it's gonna be 25 on Friday, so and then Saturday high 37. So we could really play golf on Saturday, and then I fly out Sunday. So high 45 Sunday. So I had so many people ask first well, two well, days. Why didn't Andy come? Why didn't Andy? Blake's getting a, having a bachelor party, week long bachelor party. Somebody goes. Who has a bachelor party seven months before their wedding? I said, well, obviously Blake does. And evidently Blake's already forgot. I forgot that they're going today. The week-long bachelor party starts today, and Blake's forgot. I don't know what all he said. I forgot the goods. But, like, he bought a lot of cases of beer and whiskey and cigars. How do you forget that shit when you're going to a bachelor party? I have no idea. I don't know how far down the road he is. I have no idea what Blake has left in Grant, Nebraska. But I can't come. I, I can't help you, Blake. I'm sorry. I've got to bring the shit that he forgot from Texas. And I'm carrying on. Like, it, uh, I'm not checking any luggage because I don't land in Texas until 11.15 on Sunday night. Do Jesse need me to pick you up? No, I'm going to drive. But what I'm saying is, is like, I'm going to be limited on space. And he's already forgot a bunch of thermals. When are you flying out? Wednesday. 11.15 Wednesday morning. And then I land Sunday at 11.15 Sunday night. But what I'm getting at is I'm not going to check a bunch of luggage and then have to stand at the carousel when I land. You land in Abilene. It won't take that long. No, I land in Dallas. Oh, you're flying out of Dallas? Yeah, DFW. So Why don't you let me take you to the airport then, Wednesday? Why? I can drive myself. I'm not, I mean, I'm not pampered. I, mean, I understand that. Um, you know, you're, you, you, I didn't have a weekend in Nashville where everybody was just fawning all over me. I can drive oh, myself. Oh, shit. Um, I drove myself. Um, but... What I'm getting at is, you know, I've, Blake's got a lot of shit here that I've got to take. And what I'm you, limited. What are you, what are you taking of his? He's lost. He left a whole bunch of shit. Have you, he left hoodies. He left thermals. He left uh, his, his AirPods. How the fuck does he leave all that shit here? Is that shit I put in the table in there? Was that his stuff? Yeah. He left in my truck. Oh, well, that's how then. Yeah, it was fixing to go in the, um, in the big sale we're going to have. <laughs> Next year when hunting season's over, I'm selling every fucking thing that's, that I've collected over the years. So now evidently Blake. Left everything for the bachelor party that it takes to run a bachelor party. Is his earbuds in there? Yeah. Because the other day someone asked me, I said, them are Blake's. I said, Andy's supposed to take them? Or yeah, Stoner I'm taking was. a whole bunch of stuff. I said, I'll ship them to him if Andy forgets. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm planning on taking them. But now evidently. What are you taking for luggage? I don't know. better take you some warm that. fucking clothes. Because we're going to snowmobile, so I'm going to take my shin bibs because they are the, the kitten's mittens. Um I saw that those, coat. I'm telling you what, I have been carrying that secret since November. It wasn't much of a secret. I had so many people come up to me and say, Jeff, it was I love totally them shin no, it was bibs at Andy's War. It's a and secret. I even said to something Jeff Jones about it. Top secret. <laughs> he told me, I said, uh, I hope you're not mad at Andy for that. He said, oh, hell no, I ain't mad at him at all. Well, when I got the bibs, he was like, listen, I want to keep this under wraps as much as possible. I'm like, okay. So, like, in... Uh, People took a there were a hunter that took a video of me and posted it, and then that got screenshot and and made the rounds. That was in November. I hadn't had the bibs a week. Yeah, it was already out, and it was already out. And then like any time a picture, you know, I kind of had to crop a bunch of pictures because I he didn't want a whole bunch of the features to get released before because we were product testing them, and I wore the bibs seven days a week, 
and everything. I was not easy on them. How so, did they pass the test? They passed with flying colors. Zippers work great. That's the biggest thing is the zippers have to work. There's nothing more frustrating. You're already cold. You just want to put some bibs on and warm up. So zippers have to work. Uh, zippers work. They're totally windproof, totally waterproof. They're great bibs. Um, I saw somebody was griping that they are not insulated, but I was not, I, I hunted, you know, there were a lot of days that it was, it was especially towards the end there when it was too late to do us any good, but it was cold. And as long as your base layer is good, like you're not going to feel any of the wind. And then when you start moving around a little bit in it, it keeps the heat in. So they're great bibs. So definitely going to take the bibs because we're going to snowmobile and it's going to be two degrees. Uh, I don't know, wool jacket, hoodies. I don't know. I basically feel like I'm, I'm going duck hunting is how I feel I need to pack. A couple nice flannels maybe. I don't know. You better take a bunch of stuff. Definitely take gloves. Can't forget gloves. Liquid IV, hand warmers. Basically going duck hunting without a shotgun is what it feels like. Do you need some liquid IV? Well, we got a bunch. Your I mom got... bought two boxes before we went to Mexico. <coughs> like, Michelle, we're going to a bachelor party. It's just me and you. I got a bunch. I've got a bunch. So I'm good. Can you fly with that? It's powder. Yeah, you should be able to. You think so? I would think. Now, that whiskey that y'all brought me back. That your mother brought Y'all checked it, I'm assuming? We bought it in the airport. That's the dumbest oh, shit. Okay. You can't bring nothing through customs, but then once you get through customs, right. you can buy an $8 bottle of water. Yeah. Well, Jeff, they know their market. They took it from Disneyland. I tell you what I watched while you were away, uh, hobnobbing and shaking hands and kissing babies and signing titties. Didn't kiss one baby. It didn't sign but two titties. Um, I watched The Founder. It's a good show. You've seen it already. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did not know this. With Keaton? Yeah, Michael Keaton. It's a great show. It's the story about McDonald's. About so, how them poor boys got fucked. You think they got fucked? Fuck yeah, they did. They should have been paying. They should have gotten them. Where, well, See, they I fucked disagree. Themselves. I disagree. They fucked but themselves. Go ahead. The franchise money. That's where they screwed themselves. What do you mean? They wanted to get it in writing that they would get a franchise for every new franchise that would come out. They got 1%. They should have gotten more than that. And he's like, we'll do that. We'll come back and redo that That's later. That's a handshake deal. They never And they never did it. And that's their fault. So, no, 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 no. Hold on. Here's the deal with that. That never happened. What do you mean never happened? That never happened. I'm listening. The hands, the, the, that scene where he says they were never guaranteed anything other than the, the million dollars. The that's where I dollars. said they screwed up. They should have got a contract before they took that, that money. That never happened. They didn't ask for a part of the franchise going forward. Never. They wanted, no. Now, that's, that's. Gospel. Coming from your insider McDonald's, yeah. yes. who we're trying to get the guy on. He'll come on. Um, they never asked for any percentages going on. They wanted two point seven million dollars clean and clean and free, clean and free. And they and sold that's their, what they got. Well, then they didn't do it. I saw the deal. Now, if you now this is obviously up for debate because you got the McDonald's size and then you got corporate McDonald's size and the Ray Kroc size. The Ray Kroc size says never happened. We and plus. They knew how Ray played at that point in their dealings with him. If 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 I know that Ray's already kind of shady, shady and kind of manipulating things to his advantage, why would you sit across from him with the attorneys and 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 just take Ray's word for it that he's going to give you the one percent that you're owed? I would have it in writing. Did you see how much that one percent of franchise fee would, would have be? Been a uh, hundred million dollars, ten million dollars a year, hundred million dollars a year. It would equal up to about 
$400 billion up to this point or some shit. Well, that's what I mean. I think it was $10 million a year. Would have been more than that. I don't understand what it is. <coughs> I saw a See, I don't feel bad one day. for them. Well, they sold, they, they were a mom and pop hamburger joint. They had a really good deal going. They sold their stuff for $2.7 million in what, 1970? Yeah. That's that was a lot of money back then. They lived their families have lived a good, comfortable life since then. So that's a good deal for them. And Ray Kroc was a genius for taking that. The egg McMuffin deal, that was a wife's deal, wasn't it? A fish fillet. I can't remember. Um I'm trying to find it. But so here's here here's the way that I look at it. They were very Ray didn't do anything. Ray I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I don't feel bad for the McDonald's brothers. Um, I, I don't feel bad for them. I think they, 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 I think they were very, they would have been very happy if they would have just stayed in San Bernardino. Ray Kroc found soft serve ice cream. McDonald's brothers said no to everything. Every improvement that Ray Kroc had, the McDonald's brothers said no. So Ray, I don't blame him for getting fed up. He's the one that's out there. He's the one that's building this franchise. He is he should he should have had more say in what was going on than what he did. So I don't feel bad for the McDonald's brothers. They were two guys that never left San Bernardino. So they weren't ever going to get any better. And plus, like he said, I'm not the only one that you showed this technology to. There were more people that went through your kitchen and saw the way that you ran things that it never paid off. So what are you trying to say? Ray made them. If it weren't for Ray Kroc, nobody knows about McDonald's. Uh, so who's bad and who's right? Or what's wrong? Or is, is, you're saying that that never happened, that one scene. That's my only complaint on the deal. I think Ray's right. I don't feel bad for the McDonald's brothers. No, they made $2.7 in 1970 or whatever it was. It was a lot of money. Making more than they would off the deal. It was a genius platform they had, though. It was really a good deal. So I guess... Obviously, I wasn't alive back then, but you would pull up to a drive-in, and they wouldn't start making your order until you placed your order, and it took too long. Like so Whataburger Mac- is now. So the McDonald's brothers figured out, I can, they I can they have a enough- very limited menu and have it ready to go well, when they, people come. Yes, they knew that, well, their foundation was basically the same, a cheeseburger. Right. Three shots of ketchup, shot of mustard, two pickles, and a little bit of onions. Right, terrible onions. And that's it. They but still let's, terrible let's make 50 at a time. And because then they people, knew they had the people coming. It right. was never, they were taking, they were conveyor belting their food. Right. They took Henry Ford, basically. Right. And put it but, in a restaurant. But when you when you go to a Whataburger today, and I'm not as big a Whataburger fan as I used to, Whataburger still makes it made to order. Like, if you go into Whataburger right now and there's nobody in the restaurant, I doubt there's anything being cooked. Right. Right. But when you go to McDonald's, they're cooking all the time. They're always cooking. They're always cooking. But they're, they're, McDonald's menu is way too big now. Yes. Yes. So basically that was it. You had a small menu. You had you had cheeseburger, hamburger, shake. That was the menu. Yep. And Coke. So, I mean, walk up. I'll have just like on uh, Christmas va- or National Poon Vacation Vegas, blue or chicken or beef. It was blue or yellow. They That's don't. It. They don't. Um, Fixing to sneeze again. This says it would be <laughs> worth one hundred million dollars today. That's what their franchising fee would have been worth. 
What happened to the McDonald's brother at the end of the film? The brothers lost their business with a check of $1 million, and they had a handshake deal that if it was an actual contract, would have been worth $100 million today. Well, just what it says. They come out very well for just a little hamburger joint. <coughs> Cold, some bitches. <laughs> you should have taken pure. So, uh, if but anyway, it was a very good show on Netflix. Go check it out. Can you order a hamburger at McDonald's now, just plain hamburger, or is it just cheeseburgers? I'm sure you can cut whatever you want. Well, they hate that shit. But when I go to McDonald's and some, I'm with someone, and they want to add or take off. It makes oh. me so mad. Fucks up the whole order. I'm I'm right there with you. Now I don't like their onions. <laughs> no, I'm not a big onion guy either. Especially their onions are horrible, freeze dried or whatever they are. Ugh. But their regular little cheeseburger is good. Their their chicken McNuggets are good. So this brings up an interesting question is, who do you side with on a thing like this? Do you side with the guy that invented it, had a really good invention, or do you side with the guy that pushed it and made it what it is? We'll be right back, everybody. Got a got a Purell. I ain't had a cold in a year or two. Well, you hadn't been anywhere in Whoa, a year. I've been a lot of places. It's first Not time. shaking hands and kissing babies. Probably those titties that you signed. Mm. So, uh, so who do you side with on a thing like this? Well, I think that the Mr. Croc guy was a genius, and I think the guy who did McDonald's in the first place was a genius. I mean, the McDonald's brothers. One brother was more responsible for it than the other, I think. One was the big boss, and the yeah, other one was kind seemed, of a follower. One seemed like he was just kind of there for... A job. Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't know. But anyway, we, we got some McDonald's uh, connections, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if we can get the true story. I'm a, I doubt um, we will, but, you know. But I remember going to McDonald's, and it was a very limited... Way too much on their menu now. Way too much. And I don't know if it helps or not. I don't understand. God almighty. I don't know what you got a hold of. I don't understand all the uh, advertising the companies do. What do you mean? You have to advertise. No, you don't. Um, if McDonald's didn't advertise for a year, I don't think their sales would go down one bit. Yeah. But you kind of have to. Why? What do you mean, why? Why don't we go to hunting shows anymore? Because you're going to have Burger King is going to outpace you. There is no way. I'm just telling you. There is nobody goes to Burger King on purpose. If you're not first, you're last. Uh, Burger King sucks. But what's funny is Ray Kroc, uh, I'm totally into this thing now. Um, The model was he went to the country clubs and he got the guys that had money to invest and buy a McDonald's. Right. But he soon found out that they did, they were not interested in buying a job. They wanted something that was going to passively earn them income. Yes. So their restaurants failed because they weren't always, they didn't have their thumb on it. And they also did not follow the McDonald's way of doing things. Squirt a, sh- squirt a ketchup, squirt a mustard, two pickles and a couple onions. So what he figured out is I've got to go to the, I've got to appeal to the mid thirties crowd and I've got to give, get them to invest into McDonald's because they will look at it as a job. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And then he had to go find, he had to go find 30 somethings 
that had twelve thousand five hundred dollars to to set on fire, basically. I think one of their big business plans that's been good for them is the real estate. Yes, and that's what the one guy said. You need to realize that you are not a burger company. You are a real estate mogul. Yes. You're buying land in good places. Right. Like um, Chick-fil-A right now. If you're going to buy you a job, buy it at Chick-fil-A. think so. Yes. Great business opportunity for someone. I have a guy that hunts with this that owns like four of them. Mm-hmm. And they, pay, they guarantee you're going to make so much money per franchise. Right. But basically, um, my McDonald's source says McDonald's is kind of going back to that model of we need fresh young young blood in here to run these organizations. I think McDonald's is doing the same thing a lot of big companies have. Getting old? No, they're try they're too woke. Oh. Well. They're trying to get the wrong people. So if just getting <clears> someone <throat> that wants to, to do this, they got to fit their diversification deals. Right. And I don't understand that. I don't I I just do not get the whole world on that. And it's everywhere. So sick and tired of that, you know. You look at uh you look at our president and his administration. Half of his women are actually women, he said. Well, good for him. He said that. That's Dumb, a fucking he's quote. He's a dumbass. Half well, of the women in my administra- in my cabinet are women. We have a <laughs> transportation secretary that's a fucking Awful. on fire. But he got the job because he was gay. Right. That's it. If he gay, wasn't gay. Gay Pete. Well, actually, that's probably not true. He got guaranteed that job if he would step out of the presidential race. When all the right. people stepped out, yeah. they, they bought all, his they ass. All got, they all got jobs in yes. the administration. Even dumbass fucking Bernie Sanders got paid a bunch of money to drop out of the race because he has no balls and he's not an alpha male. Pete Buttigieg, definitely not an alpha male. They gave the little chick that's a, the, the little black lesbian spokesperson. She's horrible. Got the job because she's a black lesbian. The Secretary oh, of Health. Oh, she is lesbian. Oh, big time lesbian. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. She talks about it all the time. That's why anything goes doesn't go against her. It's because I'm a black lesbian. Ah, like me. I understand. Then you have the dude that wears the dresses that's the Secretary of Health. <laughs> and then one of the other guys that got arrested in Vegas for stealing luggage that wears dresses. He was a secretary of some shit. So this is what shows you goes on in the world. When you hire people based on who they sleep with or if they wear a dress or not, instead of just giving the job to the best person, and I think a lot of big companies are falling into them problems. Well, it'll all correct itself. You see where Brittany Griner signed a new basketball contract? No, I did not. Yes, with Phoenix or somebody. Where the fuck I, have, I don't know. You know what's funny? ESPN, the only thing I see on their social media is them pushing the WNBA. Do you know something I saw that I did not realize? Carl Malone impregnated like a 12-year-old. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Not too long ago. Hmm? Carl yeah. Malone. I know who he is, the mailman. Yeah. Evidently, he's like driving a truck now. Or he owns a big trucking company. He's very successful. Yeah, thirteen-year-old girl resurfaces after NBA named hoops legend judge of all-star dunk contest. Well, when did this happen? I mean, it doesn't matter, but it does matter. I'm just curious. Oh, let's see if I can find it. But yeah, I did not know this. Well, no, it's not something you. But evidently, Carl Malone's team made this all go away pretty easily. Uh, waddle on over here. Oh no, he was. Oh, tiny. he was fucking. Well, still wrong. But he was playing college basketball at Louisiana Tech in nineteen seventy four. Yeah, things were different then. Not, not, not agreeing with it at all. But didn't who was it? The killer, Jerry Lee Lewis. As in the kid ended up being a professional football player. Good for him. Huh? That's funny. When I was in college, one of Malone's nephews played basketball there. But it was. It was Jerry Lee Lewis, right? And it was his cousin? Yeah, she was 13. So. About the same deal. But. 
No, not the same deal at all. I'm not marrying my 13 year old cousin. So he's he's a very successful. He owns a trucking company. Well, I hope he paid child support. I don't. I don't have a clue. But, but that this. But this just goes back. This is the type of thing that gets brought back up, and then all of a sudden you're ruined. So, Carl Malone. Who knew? <coughs> Excuse me. I did not know that. I didn't did, either. Didn't really give a shit one way or the other. I'm not watching the NBA dunking contest. But it's it was a different world then. Carl Malone met 13 year old, impregnated her. He was 20. Well, had a Refused child. Refused all claims. Malone did. Well, I guess I would, too. Yep. So, anyways, I'm not taking it for the guy at all, but that's the NBA. I don't give two shits, but I'm curious. Do you think Brittany Griner stands for the national anthem now? No. Not a shot in hell. Well, she's a real cunt if she does it. I think her people are going to get to her and twist her and make it to where... You would hope that she would, though. Surely. We went and got your ass. Like, you could still be sitting over there for your fucking weed pen. And you should still be sitting over there for your weed pen. Do you... You broke the law. You knew you were breaking the law. You were taking a banned substance into a country that does not play... That, that game. doesn't fucking play. Like, hard time for that. Pretty stupid. Do you, do you see all the arguments? And I think it's funny. Well, if the WNBA paid more, she wouldn't have to go to Russia. You know what? Motherfucker working at damn 7-Eleven, if his job paid more, he wouldn't have to work at fucking, you know, two jobs. Mm-hmm. She is getting paid to play basketball. And she's making a quarter of a million dollars a year. You know what? She's got a dick anyway. She ain't good enough to be on the men's team. That's what the problem is. Bitch got a fucking Adam's apple. You know, I don't I don't understand why they don't understand. There's no money in women's sports. We don't give a shit. And you you don't blame that on? Blame it on the women. They make up 51% of our population. If they would watch more women's basketball, then by God, there would be more money in basketball. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch fucking women's basketball. The number one women's sport is starting right now. Softball. College softball is the best sport that women have. But there's not but nobody wants to watch it on pro sports at nighttime. <laughs> And, and WNBA, if the NBA did not give money to the WNBA, then nobody would, it wouldn't even be around anymore. I did see where one of the girls was bitching and complaining because they don't get a fly. They have to fly commercial. They don't get a charter jet. You know? Well, fuck, I don't, I'm not going to pay for that shit. Have you seen this? If Serena Williams would have played against a man, she would have ranked around 1,000. Yes. She would have been the 1,000th best tennis player if, if and she's a freaking beast and she's the best that the women have to offer they had a which means she probably couldn't beat a really good college high school player. kid um probably yeah you're probably right i saw that somebody was pushing for her to play andy who's the number one man right uh, andy riddick know. maybe or somebody i fucking don't know the tennis players was the guy that didn't take the backs from the Australia know. guy or something. Anyways, she said, I don't want to play him. She goes, he'll beat my lips off. Right. That's what she said. Yeah. She goes, I'm not going to embarrass myself and try to do that. Right. She goes, it's a different game. Yeah. You know, if she tells you that, then by God, you need to believe it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the holding call in the NFL. The guy that held said he held the end of the story. Jeff, that's part of the script. There ain't no script. There is too. There ain't a fucking script. There's the guy's part wrong. Of the script. You see the guy that guaranteed the Eagles were going to win? He lost. It's part of the How'd script. How'd your TikTok guy end up doing that? I never watch any uh, of that TikTok yeah. shit. He, uh, it's all part of the script. Listen, when 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 they held uh, against Kaepernick, Baltimore holds the guy in the end zone. Crabtree, right? 
probably I can't remember. Yeah, there's been yeah, shitty didn't calls. Call it. Didn't call because you know what they said? What? Too close to the end. Let them play. I'm not, not this, blatant, not egregious. Okay, let them play. Let them play. What 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 I'm what made me mad about the Super Bowl was it cost us the fans getting a chance to see Kansas City's defense stop Philly or Jason uh or not Jason what the fuck Jalen Hurts go down score a touchdown. Regardless, I did. Have you seen the camp news from the Giants? No. Daniel Jones went out and got him a new agent. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes wants to get paid. Hell yeah, he does. Now, do you know what the franchise money is for Saquon if they franchise him? It's top like 5%, isn't it? Yeah. 28. $10 million is a franchise fee for a running back. What? Yes, 10.3. Wow. The lowest there is. Kickers aren't very far behind that. I did not know that. Yes, 10.3. So but I figured that there were enough. I figured like Zeke and a couple of the other big contracts would skew that number enough. $10 million. Wow. <coughs> that's so, not bad at all. No. Franchise is ass. That's what they, well, that's what they want to do. They want to see sign Danny Dimes to long-term contract. Right. I think Danny Dimes played himself into a three-year $90 million deal or $100, $100 million. I think if you Took pay him, him more than that, you're taking a big chance. Right. I don't think there's going to be a huge market for him. So I think if he would take that deal. But if they can get him signed, then they can franchise Saquon. Right. Fuck, franchise Saquon three years in a row. This third year, it won't be $15 million a year. You're still doing better than the Cowboys did with Zeke. I thought that was kind of interesting today, too. Uh, the DA downgrades charges against Alec Baldwin. But they're going to arrest the one guy that shot the... That, People, illegal immigrant crossing pe- his ranch. People in this country are fed up. This, Evidently not. This stuff in Ohio is complete bullshit. And then dumb fuck went to Ukraine today, which is all a setup deal. I, I texted. I texted my congressman. I damn sure did. You did. And I asked him. I said, "How long are we going to keep this charade up with Ukraine? Because now we're paying their pensions <laughs> yeah, and that. all of their what? All their welfare yeah, systems. So. Didn't, didn't even get a fucking reply back. I said, "We're sick of this charade. You know what we need? We need people to run against Ronnie Jackson. We need someone in Texas to represent Texas. We need someone in every congressional district in this country to represent their people in America. I'm tired of this shit. It's and it's every fucking place." There is no reason for us to be doing that. Now, Kevin McCarthy's come out and said he's not going to release all the J6, January 6th stuff. He promised he was going to. Now he don't want to. Yeah, because it fucking do some of that deep state shit. You know? We got people still in jail from January 6th, but mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin ain't doing shit. So this is a map that they're con- they're really concerned that this explosion in Ohio... Man-made has explosion. A- ...has affected... All of this water. Yep. If you look closely, we're no, 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 no. No, you're 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 it's way affected way off. all of no. the tributaries. No, it's not going to. It's going to affect the water that runs down. It ain't going to affect us in the Red River Basin. See that stuff in the purple right there? That's that's all that it's affected. It's not going to affect the Upper Mississippi. It's just showing you the different river basins. The river basins in the purple are the ones that are going to do it. Oh, well, then fuck all y'all. It We're good. My drinking water's us. clean. But let me tell you something. That's probably, I'm going to guess, going to affect 30% of the population in this country. But I don't understand how it's not going to affect this branch right here. Why is it going to? It's not going to go What? It's not going to run upstream. You can't tell me that there's not zero that's going to get into this. How? It's not The water runs down. It don't run up. There's got to be enough tributaries that. They tie in up it here. It runs down. I understand. It goes to up. the Gulf. Right. How do you figure it's going to affect anything around us? 
there's not like a little bitty creek that ties into this fucking river somehow? Andy. Going this way, down no, southwest? It, no. Everything runs down. Everything runs into the Mississippi, and that's it. The Ohio River is going to run into, at St. Louis or somewhere, is going to run into the Mississippi. Where it runs into the Mississippi at, then it's going to be all in the Mississippi. What if there's another earthquake that makes the Mississippi River run backwards? Then the Mississippi will run backwards, and it'll affect them. It ain't going to affect us. Yeah, No, it'll go back this way. It'll push oh, it back Jesus this way. Christ. That's no. how fucking real foot got flooded, Jeff. I mean, it's history. That's we're nowhere along the Mississippi. It'll go back this way. What if it's a strong enough? We already got earthquakes out here. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. But it is gonna. Affect <laughs> it's those not. People. There's not a zero chance. But there's not a zero percent chance. What 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 would concern me more was the fallout from all that fucking smoke and shit. And luckily for us, the wind doesn't blow from the east much, so it doesn't affect us. There but, was somebody in Canada TikTok I saw, but it had blown up there. Yes, the north wind. They had the, a south uh, wind. The ice. The snow was melting. Yes, it's like a rainbow on yes. the on the asphalt. Who gave? A private company, the authority. Oh, we're going to fix the heaven. We're going to have the fire chief on our podcast later today. We need to release that one before we do this one, probably anyways. But we're going to talk about so that. So we can really sound like dumbasses. Who, who, who gave the authority to blow up that fucking, all that, all that shit? I mean, I just, I just. Was it a controlled demolition or did it just explode no, when it fell controlled. over? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they used a thousand tons of something or a thousand pounds of something or another. Maybe that's up. where the missing missile is. And we got another, we got another, <laughs> another L, a balloon now out in the Pacific. Oh. Now, of course, we won't shoot the motherfucker down until it gets into San Francisco or something. Right. Shoot some bitch down now. And it's not ocean. our waters. Yeah, it is. All the way out there? Yeah, it's international waters. You shoot it down. Who the fuck's going to say so. anything? Um, evidently that, that sort of thing happens all the time. What? The balloons and somebody made a big post about, uh, Russia got really close to American airspace with That's their fighter normal. jets. And somebody was like, that happened. I'm a, I, I was stationed there in That's the That's an everyday deal. And they're always doing that type of shit. Yeah. So the like, old bear, the bear bombers that they have, that has got the. We used to fly right along the, our airspace every fucking day. Right. And we would send some fighters up. We'd fly next to them. The guys would wave at each other. He'd fly back to Kiev or wherever right. he's going. Or Kiev's in Ukraine. Ukraine. Be. He'd go to Kamchatka or wherever, and we'd fly back to <clears throat> Dutch Harbor or wherever we're at. Right. <clears throat> That's just a common deal. But it is a complete – our 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 politics right now, the people that are run, that run in our country are the people that we have elected, and we are dumbasses, and we just let them continue and continue and continue to screw us to death. Mm-hmm. And it don't matter if they're an R or a D; they're in it for themselves. Until we get rid of all them fuckers, we're going to be stuck with this shit. So I follow this account on TikTok, and it's a Pelosi stock trader. So obviously, Pelosi was the best of the year. She's the greatest stock trader in the history of mankind. You know who was second? Um, uh, Mitch McConnell, Stan Crenshaw, no shit. He was second. Yeah, I don't surprise me. Either. Most He's most no profitable, most profitable uh, congressman, according to this. Yeah. T- t- according to this Twitter, old who, fucking Patch from Texas, get who, rid of his uh, ass too. Who keeps track of all this? Have no use for Dan Crenshaw either. Well, you've said that. For a long time, Many you always times. defend him. So you still defending well, him? Well, he's he's fought for our country. So he sh- he There's should. There's a lot of people have fought for our country. He should reap the benefits. So, because he fought for our country, he should reap the benefits. Fuck him. <laughs> um, I'm gonna verify this. And it's black to. rifle coffee drinking ass. I'm gonna try to verify this before Jeff gets us in even more trouble. Who's gonna get onto us? Ah, uh, you never know, Jeff. Never know. You know what? 
You, you know why our podcast Stop grows and grows and grows? Because we're honest about shit. And that's what the problem is. Most people aren't. Um, I'll try to find something. Now, if someone come in and offered us $20 million, we might change. <laughs> you would sell out. Laugh huh? all the way to the fucking bank. Uh, I don't know about that. I got morals, Jeff. So $20 million, you wouldn't change and be a liberal pansy <laughs> on the air? On the air? On the air. No, I listen. I got I got I gotta sleep at night. So um Porter buying. So he bashed electric cars and then he invested in them. So that is a fact. But it, but the problem is is those guys keep getting fucking reelected. <coughs> Just like me talking about selling out the twenty million dollars. That's what happens to every one of them. Right. You know? So so you're saying that we would be no better. No, I'm not saying we would be or not. I don't know. I'm not, that offer's not coming. But right. I would have a hard time keeping my mouth shut because I just can't do it. But that's what's wrong, though. We, we've been... The people right there are making all of our decisions for us. I mean, you go to the border right now. It's a fucking mess. And nothing is being done to fix it. Matter of fact, I saw dumb fuck Biden get on TV and talking about the fentanyl. We're going to control it. Yeah, close the fucking border. It's pretty simple. So it looks like I was wrong. It looks like he was fifth. Okay. Old patch. Not second. Uh, So here. If someone told you that he really had good eyesight in both eyes, would you believe that? No. You really think that? No, he's got a fake eye. For sure. I don't think that the Navy would lie about any of that stuff. You don't. Our government. (laughs) Our government you trust. If you found out. This all happened If it came out today. That Dan Crenshaw has good eyes and he's using that just to get elected. Would you be shocked? It's it, that 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 didn't happen. That didn't happen. I would not be surprised. Now I'm happen. saying he probably doesn't. I know that he really is injured. But would it surprise me for someone to play on? Plus, the, there were guys that were there that you know saw it all happen. So, but today's world, I would not be surprised for someone to use something like that to get elected. No. Uh, so Pelosi was not number one at all. Austin Scott. Pelosi six right behind Dan Crenshaw, all Republicans. Interestingly enough, um, where's Feinstein? I figured she'd be up there. Oh, she's ninety. Austin Scott, Brian Mass, French Hill, John Curtis, Dan Crenshaw. How much Nancy did they make? Pelosi. What was his percentage? Did pretty well for himself in twenty twenty one. Oh, this is a year old, so maybe it's different. Netted the fifth. I would like to know what their deal is. Well, you can you can invest just like them, and there's actually another company coming out. Um, I can't remember who it was, but you basically you pick which congressperson you want to invest like, and it will automatically invest. The problem is, is the like same amount, like percentage wise, like so, old fucking patch though. He didn't disclose his trades for months. Well, they have a grace period. So like when everybody when everybody invested in I think it's like a month maybe. Might be six weeks. But basically whenever uh all the stuff about TikTok came out, they were all gonna ban TikTok. They all jumped on the face meta, which is what the company is, they all started pumping money into meta because they knew that TikTok was probably gonna go down with the news that they were talking about. <laughs> Uh, he made forty-four percent on his stocks. I'm guessing that's good. 
44%, yeah, you've got a million dollars in stock market. You got 1.4 million the next year. The next year after that, you've got uh, 1.4 at 44 would be 44 and 22. You'd have 2 million. The third year, you've got 2.8. The fourth year, you've got 28, $4 million after four years. And that's how they do it. Yeah. And then five and a half after six years. Tuberville, he's really, he's been very active too, I've read on this uh, Twitter page. But yeah, you basically, so you get this stock, you get this trading app and you put however much money you want into it and then it will automatically invest like your favorite congressman. <laughs> that's a good idea. What they need to have is a law that says you cannot trade stocks just mutual funds is all you can put your money into well, they're, or bonds. They're doing that bill now. It's not going to go anywhere. No, but it should be. And it should be for your family members. And then guess what? These fuckers won't want to run for Congress that are trying to get rich because it'll be a real job like a real person has. You know? Right. You can put money in your 401k and that's it. They ought to be able to have the same stock market. They had to put all their money in the same thing that our soldiers are in. That taps or tips or whatever the hell that thing is. That just, was last year. I'm so sorry. It's, but, I mean, see, we just let them get by with this shit. And, and you know what's crazy? If you look at our country right now, fucking Batman's fixing to come out. We ain't very far from living in fucking Gotham in some of these big cities. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen how the fucking people in Gotham dress? You look at them goofy bitches that go to the Grammys and crap? Didn't watch that. So. Well, I didn't either. But, I mean, it's just we, we're not very far from that stuff. What do you think about all the, the devil worshiping at the Grammys? I, I don't put much stock into that. The uh, the youth of America has been the biggest problem for two hundred years. It's always been that next generation. So this next generation, you know, they're they're fucking it up for the rest of us. And I I, I think it's the same thing as like when Elvis was devil worshiping by shaking his hips. And See, I think I think so too. It was what I mean. You got Kiss. You got uh, shout at the devil, Motley Crue. Um, I mean, it's just Marilyn Manson. Yeah, Marilyn Manson was bad, Eminem was bad, and I I don't put a whole lot of I think it's just the young people. Now, do do we need more Christianity? Yes, we do. Sure. There's there's that revival going on. Where is it? <laughs> uh, there's some places supposed to be, you know, like a weekend and it's gone nine or ten days. So we, we need more Christianity. Big we need revival. more of that stuff. But the pro, one of the problems is is the hypocrisy on the left about Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, one bad Christian does something, and they would Carl Malone, for example. Right. They want to judge everybody off Carl Malone having sex when he was 19 years old with a 13 year old. Right. You know, not every basketball player at Louisiana Tech was doing that. But if one Christian does something, I, I saw a deal. Um, they were crucifying Donald Trump because some old guy married some young hottie at Mar Lago this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just, well, look at this stuff here. Well, the lady is above age, and she wants to marry an old man. Let her. You're damn sure ain't had a problem with the Epstein shit. Right. And those were girls were underage. Um, yeah, they were making a big deal about Leonardo DiCaprio dating a 19 Big go. Who gives a fuck? If She's that girl wants to date him, let her. Like, God bless both of them. They're both consenting adults. But that's what's funny is they want to push the voting age down to 16. But they don't trust a 19-year-old girl to do what's best in her self-interest because she's getting preyed upon by... Uh, forty-five or fifty-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like well, you can't have it both ways. I think you we have need to, to move. You got to pick a side. Now I think, I think you got to bump up the voting age. Yeah, twenty-five. Do I think so too. Not twenty-five, but I why? Think, eh, not twenty-five's too. <laughs> twenty-five's way too old. I would go for twenty. 
Most 25-year-olds finally see what's going on in the world. You know, it's 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 funny. Now, I was at a turkey convention, which is going to be hunters. Right. And they're going to be conservative type people. I had a good conversation with a Muslim uh, Uber driver. Uh-huh. Very good conversation. And actually with two of them. And both of them think just like I do. Right. You know, this bullshit left democracy crap is killing Well, they country. don't play that game in, the, in that part and, of the world. Then I met a guy who was from Iran that was my driver who was not a Muslim. He was Bihar, some other religion I never heard of. But he talked about the same stuff. I mean, everybody is sick and tired of how dangerous big cities are. The crime. You Did know, you ever felt unsafe in Nashville? No. Or y'all were in a nice spot? No, we were. Well, we went to downtown Broadway, uh, I, it, which was down there big. Was marijuana everywhere? I didn't notice it. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, I didn't. I, well, Nashville some of our a, friends recently got back from there, and they were they said it was everywhere they went. But I didn't know if you noticed it. Wasn't at it all. Old Reds? Wasn't it Hattie B's? Well, and it wasn't at the Turkey Convention at the Gaylord. Well, you said you went out. So that's we, what I meant. We went out one night to on the on the strip. Right. It was a Wednesday night, and it was busy, but it wasn't really really busy. They said on weekends you can't even walk down the strip. It was so busy. Okay, so that was probably it. Um, and you know who we didn't see that was in concert there that I'd like to see? Billy Joel, Adam Sandler. Oh, really? I watched his movie too. Finally, guys, I'm I'm way behind on movies. I watched Hustle. Finally, it was okay. Is that with him and Queen Latifah are married? Yeah, it's not a bad show at all. It's all right. Me and Mom are still watching Animal Kingdom. We're fixing to start season three. That is a great series. Outer Banks starts this week. We're going to finish this one before we go into see What's that kid's name on that? John Paul or? John B. John B. John B. So I, I'm worried about Outer Banks because how long can we keep doing chasing this? Well, this will be the last year probably. Yeah, I mean, beat it to the season ground. one was really good. Season two was okay. And I don't know. I just worry. Now, you're. The boys are Harry Potter fans. They are. Harry. They have a new show coming out now. I saw them advertising it on something the other day. But it's know. not. It's something about Hogwarts. I don't know. They've got a new game on PlayStation 5. Maybe that's what it is. No, this is an actual is. show. Oh, I don't coming know. Coming out a new, a new Hogwarts something show. Right. You know, I, I never did understand why they didn't keep the magic of the first couple of years. Because Go the crowd grew up. Hold on, just let me and start with a new kid that's a wizard. I mean, they're all fucking wizards that go there. Start a new kid that's eight years old. Mm. It don't have to be as black and dark as it was. Make it more um, family-friendly, and you'd keep those young kids involved. Then you wouldn't have Harry Potter. You'd have something else. Well, it, you could be. It don't have to be Harry Potter. But what <laughs> I mean is that crowd started with Harry Potter when they were eight, nine, ten years old, and then they grew up while Harry Potter was getting... I, so they matured. Start out with a new eight-year-old they kid matured. and do a couple of ones Hogwarts first year or something mm. or second year. And it, it, I think Dizzy would be onto really something really good if they did that. Eh, keep it the way it is. Um, when does the N N NCA tournament start? March. We need to see about getting a, a basketball player on to do oh, the, the brackets when they come out. That would be a pretty cool show. I've never done bracket before. Well, it would be cool to do one with him. Who are you taking, Gonzaga? No. No? I don't have a clue. Um, I'm taking Nebraska. Very big basketball program. I don't think so. <laughs> I bet they are. Nebraska? No. I'm going to say uh, going to be Kansas, Alabama, Texas, uh, 
Shit, somebody, Houston. Houston. Yeah, Houston's really good. Here we go. Here is Kansas. I'm taking Kansas. Well, that's really going way out on the limb. Final answer. Final answer is Kansas. Let's see. I'm going to take the Houston because Mattress Mac bet a bunch on Houston. Houston, Alabama, Kansas. That might be an old article, but there's your updated rankings. UCLA. Houston's ranked number one right now. UCLA, baby. Houston, Alabama, Kansas, then UCLA, Purdue, Virginia. Texas is number eight. Tennessee's 13, 11. Let's see. TCU's 24. A&M's 25. Iowa State's 23. I don't see my Red Raiders on there. No, they're not very good this year. Huh. They've well, had an off year. They need to hire the guy that choked his wife again. Yeah, they need to bring Chris Beard back other than... Do you think he'll get another job? No. Never. No. I he'll get I mean, he will work. He's not going to be unemployed, but his time as a head coach is done. He'll get a job like at Nike as a scout or something. Uh, I, I don't know how Nike could hire him. Their movie's fixing to come out. Nike? Yeah, they got a movie about them coming out. Oh, right, stuff. right, right. Um, I'm going to bet that Phil Knight was probably not a very uh, politically correct guy is what I would just bet. I bet he's probably a pretty ruthless businessman. And did, it's funny that they're going to make a movie about did him. Did you see the scene where he goes to Michael Jordan's mom with a shoe? Mm-mm. And she's like, why do you want my son to wear your shoe or something? You know, blah, 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 blah. And he says, well, I think we can get people to buy your shoe. She goes, yeah, if my son's on that shoe, you're going to make a lot of money, so you need to pay him more money or something then. That's the best thing ever happened to Michael Jordan was Nike. Yeah. Um, and the best thing ever happened to Nike was Michael Jordan. You think it would have been better than Magic Johnson? Yes. Because he's the one that lost out big. Yeah, Magic Johnson went through that AIDS scare. And I think right. that would have really hurt. Hurt him. I remember when that first came out, I was working at Huff Furniture, and it was in the warehouse, and we were loading up stuff, and it come on the radio that actually people listen to the radio then, said that Michael, that uh, Magic Johnson has AIDS. Talked all about it, you know, and. Everybody went from that was basketball. I didn't know fans. he was a cocksucker. Yeah, that's basically it was the conversation <laughs> we had. You know, build one bridge, you're never a bridge builder. Right. Suck one dick, you're a dick, a cocksucker the rest of your life. Uh, yeah, poor guy had to uh, overcome that. That's another thing, and we're we're gonna we got a we got a pharmacist on, but uh, coming on, but <clears throat> I think seventy percent of commercials in America are from the pharmaceutical companies. Pfizer's got this new thing that was on Daytona 500 yesterday. Really? There was nothing on TV yesterday. It's cold. I don't feel good. I'm cold. I'm watching TV, doing nothing all day long. And I was like, oh, sh-. this is how big a NASCAR. sports fan I am. NASCAR's I, on. I was scrolling. I said, it's, today's the Daytona 500. How Travis Pastrana <laughs> did. He got he wrecked at the very end, but he was like in 12th place with like five laps. Hell yeah. I was pulling for him. Travis? Just it would have been interesting to see him win that damn thing. Yeah. He, do, he done good. But anyways, what about Bubba Wallace? He fucking he fucks. He sucks. <laughs> I hate to tell you this. This makes me sound racist. Not that way. If Bubba Wallace is white, he wouldn't have the job he has now. Just like oh, uh, Danica Patrick wouldn't have had a vagina. Right. Bubba's there because he's black. That's it. There's better black drivers out there than Bubba. But uh, um, anyways, Pfizer has got a commercial on there, and I, and I was thinking the same thing. I thought, motherfucker, every five minutes it was a Pfizer commercial for uh. Covidale or some shit. 
Now, if you get COVID, if you'll take this pill, which is probably fucking ivermectin, is probably what it probably. is. If you'll take this pill, it'll let you'll you'll be better and back on the road. You won't have to be the ten days, blah blah blah. So take it as soon as you get it. Now, them motherfuckers propagated a virus to do this shit, mm-hmm. to make fucking money off of, it, and people in the public are stupid enough to buy it. But seventy percent of the commercials that you see are geared towards. Drug. Yeah, it used to be beer and titty commercials. Right. And now it's pharmaceutical commercials. Every one of them. Um, there's some new drug if you're gay and think that you have AIDS that... But anyway, they... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Say that again. If, if you're, you're gay and you think... So if you're straight, you can't take this medicine. Well, you gotta be gay. But they only... The, the commercial is only gay people. Well, that's usually most people have AIDS. Well, don't fucking come at me. I'm just telling you the one. Somebody that's seen the commercial. My point is, what I'm getting at is this commercial is everywhere. And not too long ago, I was watching MTV. I was watching Ridiculousness. Fun family. You're going to watch people get hit. Fun family. Watch people get hit in the nuts and we're going to laugh. It's something to make you laugh, but it's not a family. But I bet Reese liked it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's the dumb humor. You know, people falling and... (laughs) So anyway, I'm kind of, we watch and then commercials start and this is how they get you because like the first commercial is something, you know, not bad. And then parents get off into their phone and then they <laughs> weasel this AIDS commercial and it might not be AIDS, but it's something geared towards homosexuals. Um, and they're not praying the gay away. <laughs> but maybe it's selling carpet and drapes. Yeah, but so I get off of my phone and I look up and it's two dudes kissing. I'm like, "What the fuck are we watching?" And then I see it's this it's this AIDS commercial. Have you noticed that Cialis and Viagra have not switched over to homosexuals yet? I haven't known. There's a big market there. Well, I mean, have you noticed that, though? No, there's still still the old people in the bathtub. It's old people in the bathtub, and they've done mixed-race old people in bathtubs, but they haven't had two old dudes in a bathtub yet. But it's just like, fuck, man. Um, Like, I I can't take my eye off of this at all, so now we can't watch Ridiculousness anymore. I met a gay dude in Vindic. Probably shouldn't have anyway, but whatever. I met a gay dude in Nashville. Bought him a couple of drinks. You did? Yeah. A guy sitting in a bar one night. He let me and my mom have his seat. He, he, I think he was gay. He had all the signs pointing to him. But I just don't want to. Ex- I just don't want to explain that to my eight year old. No, I don't blame you. I mean, I don't. If you're gay, straight, whatever, I don't care. I just don't want a big makeout session on my TV where I've got to. Because he's getting to the age now where he'll ask questions. Well, someone asked me about it that saw me talking to this guy and said, I saw you talking to that gay dude at the bar. I said, I don't know if he's gay or not. He said he had a wife, but I said, I think it was just for show. And kind of making fun of me. I said, I didn't give a chance. I bought him two drinks. He gave me his chair to sit in next to Michelle, and he sat next to me. He's a real nice guy. I said, I don't give two shits if he's gay or not. There it is, apertude. Look up. That's what I saw. I thought, oh, fuck. Apertude. I don't know what it does. Protection from HIV. I thought that's what condoms did. Mm, I don't know. But anyway, that was my MTV moment. So no more of that. I can, we're canceling all that shit. I can honestly say at the um, turkey convention, I did not see a, a host of homosexuality. No? You don't see a lot of that in the hunting community. Hmm. Do you? Just Blake. Yep, that's it. I, I can't, can't wait to talk to him and see what the fuck he forgot. I can't believe you're going to a one-week-long bachelor party. I'm going for four days. so it won't I can't bad. imagine anybody having a week-long bachelor party. It's basically like a long weekend. 
Seven days is not a long weekend. That's a week. No, for me. I understand Get that Get there part. Wednesday, come back Sunday. See, if they clear the fucking runway from the five inches of snow that they're going to get. I've been to Rapid City when a big snowstorm. Oh, they're built for it. Boy, the roads I went on weren't. Great. <coughs> Can't wait. That's a long drive, too, from Deadwood to Rapid City in the snow. I'm sure. I'm sure. And y'all are staying up in the middle of mountains. a beautiful home. I'd sure like to get before and after pictures of that house because I've seen them fuckers truck after mm. two days. Not good. Who? I mean, how many people are going to be at this thing? Seven or eight of us. What? And what, so y'all are going snowmobiling? Snowmobiling on Thursday. That will be interesting. That'll be fun. Two two degrees. How many? How long are y'all doing that for? I don't know. I've snowmobiled in Angel Fire before Red River, and two three hours is that's a lot of time to be riding a four wheeler or nothing. Enough. Yeah. Basically, basically, yeah. Uh, and then we're going to booze cruise and then booze cruise. Where booze are cruise one See, night? I understand booze cruise in Vegas, <laughs> booze cruise in Nashville, but <laughs> Deadwood is not that fucking. First of all, when it's 28 degrees party bus, sorry. Are you going to gamble any? Cause y'all are going to go to a bunch of casinos and you're not a gambler. I might throw a hundred bucks in there or something. Um, are you going to play blackjack? Big blackjack guy. Book the party bus, take us into Deadwood on Friday and maybe Saturday night. Oh, there's a brewery up there, so brewery tour Saturday. That'll be fun. So <laughs> it'll be good. Be a good time. <laughs> but no, I'm not a big gambler. I'll I'll I don't know. This would be more Jeez. enjoyable in June when you can set out and build a fire at six thousand feet up in the mountains and cook out. He's busy in June. So. I understand that. I I, I got Febu- that. February's the farmer's month. So <laughs> Or to go to Vegas. I think he wanted to be driving distance from Grant. So five You can drive hours. to Vegas. You can, but it's very far. And you got to cross the desert. See, if he didn't went to Vegas, I'd have contemplated going to this. Really? Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a strong desire to go to Vegas. I'm I would I would rather go to Oklahoma Casino than Vegas, to be right. honest with you. But I mean I would if there was somewhere to go. I'm just gonna get bored. Plus, like I it, it, you know, we'll be able to, we'll have this whole cabin to ourselves. We'll be able to cook and just kind of yeah, chill out there. Fun. Huh? I would much rather have to go to a restaurant and have dinner. See, I don't. I don't. I'm not uh, the Vegas nightlife. I, and I'm I don't care about the nightlife in Vegas. That doesn't eat. But the nightlife in Deadwood does not entice me either. I'm an old curmudgeon. So like, <laughs> if we just stayed at the cabin and drank whiskey and smoked cigars and cooked steak, I'd be fine with it for four days. I stayed but. up till twelve thirty two nights in Nashville. That's for me. That's late, especially at a hunting show. I'm going to be the old guy here. Yeah, you know what I liked about the turkey convention? We stayed where we were at, where the convention was. Right, like trophy hunters in the Gaylord. Yep, it, it was nice because right. you said your rooms were out there. You didn't have to get out much. Now, did everybody do that? Is that typical? It was sold out. Oh, there was a lot of people in line inside. It was packed. That's the biggest fucking hotel I've been to outside of Las Vegas. Hmm. I don't know how many rooms are in that thing, but I would put it up to par with a small Vegas casino. Harris, probably. It was right. huge. Could you, get man. lost easy. Had a lot of FOMO. Is gambling legal in Nashville? I didn't see my gambling. I take that back. There were some guys playing Slots. paper, rock, and scissors for $500 a hand. No. Yes. Do you know it's just as easy to lose paper, rock, scissors as it is to win? I don't know. I wouldn't be gambling doing that. It's just gambling. People gamble on everything. People gambled on whether or not the national anthem would go over two minutes. And Blake won. Yeah. So. If it was over a minute and 20, well, it'd be two minutes, 121 seconds. Yeah. 
I saw one person, they were, they, they were videoing it. They did, they bet on it. They bet the over and they were a 10th of a second off of paying. Do what now? They were a 10th. They bet a certain time limit and they were one 10th of a second short of winning. You went over the bet though there. These guys had a side bet. What do you mean? I thought that- whatever number they bet on, whether it's like two minutes and three seconds. Okay, 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 okay. They bet the over, and it was <laughs> two minutes, two seconds, and point five or whatever. So they were a tenth of a second short of winning. But you can bet on anything now, except for in the state of Texas. <laughs> That's coming to an end before None. long. It's None. We're gonna have we're gonna Hot Wheels is the no fun governor. Well, he's not the he's not the ones that's voting on it. It's people. We're the no fun league. We're gonna come to it's gonna come to a vote pretty soon. They I mean, Jesus do... Christ! If you go to every if if you go to the, around the Texas and you go to every boundary around Texas, literally, you and marijuana, it. New yep. Mexico. I did not realize was uh, recreational. Yeah, because we went skiing and we went skiing last March, and I guess they had just passed it, so dispensaries weren't anywhere. Now they're everywhere. You cross the you cross the railroad track in Farwell, Texas, and go into Texaco, New Mexico, and it's here to the door from the Texas They're line. Just lined up, yeah, and it's the whole way. Uh, Oklahoma is medicinal. I, I, I can't. Look, remember. the little town of Hobart's got three dispensaries, and they got some I don't Indian think it's very doctor. Hard to get a card. Some Indian doctor comes in. Oh, you got a back. Uh, you got a. You know, you got an ingrown toenail. Oh, definitely. But and then you look at gambling. <laughs> It's all around us. Yeah, they're Every making money state. off Texas. A lot of, I'm and, telling you right now, you take, you take Texans out of Oklahoma casinos, there ain't nobody there. No, no. So maybe, uh, can you imagine the lobbying that's going to go on to keep casinos out of Texas? Oh, the Windstar's paying big money. The official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. It's a mile long. I think it's the biggest casino in America, on I-35. And they're by God, they're you so go that's the probably why we won't see. Well, they're going to lobby up against it, but they're eventually it's going to go to vote, and it's going to happen. And then those places are going to be, you know, they're just relics. There's across from Burke Burnett, Texas, right now. There's two casinos, and they're building a third one right now, Apache. And there's a, there's a, a gas station deal, so it's four, five miles from Burke Burnett, Texas. There's four casinos right now, and if you. If you legalize gambling in Texas, there wouldn't be there wouldn't even be open. Really, I, I don't think so. You know, Windstar's <clears> got a convention center and they got golf courses, so they'd still get some people through the doors probably. But you don't. I mean, why are you going to go to Comanche Red River Casino if there's not if you could stop in Wichita Falls and gamble, right? Or Abilene or Seymour or anywhere. I'm assuming this map is probably <clears throat> pretty close. Are the places you can't gamble. Missouri has gambling. What is this then? Gambling in the United States. Images may be, I don't know what that is, but I'm telling you those red states I've That's been not to. not accurate at all. I've gambled in Minnesota. I've gambled in Missouri. I've never gambled in Kentucky. I've gambled in Alabama. Oh, here we go. This is what we need. Sports betting. Because that's what I want to do. I want to do the prop bets and shit like that, that everybody makes so much money. I got to pee. This is just sports betting. I guess you can't in Oklahoma. No, that. no, because the uh, governor and one of the Indian casinos fought that, and there's a, they're having a bunch of battle about that. They're supposed to have it there, but they don't. That's really all I care about. Is sports betting? Yeah. I don't give a shit about going to the casino or anything like that. Um, 
I guess I can type in states that have casinos. So I guess that's what that map on the right is. I'm going to bet you <clears> casino <throat> t- states that don't have casinos. Well, every state has them in there. Because <coughs> there's a casino in Texas. Oh. Eagle, uh, at Eagle Pass, there's an Indian casino there on the Rio Grande. What, two states? I'm not going to read through all that. I'm assuming Utah probably doesn't have it. Probably not. And I couldn't think of who the next one would be. Probably not. And Utah may have it. I don't know. They have some Indian reservations maybe there. I know Arizona's got it. New Mexico's got it. California's got it. Uh, Texas has one casino, Louisiana. How did that get grandfathered in? It's on um, federal lands. It's only federal huh. land in Texas. So it's a state rights issue. It's a, yes. And there's an Indian reservation there, and that's where they have them. So what's funny is, is these fucking places in Oklahoma, all this Indian land they have, has not always been fucking Indian land. Right. Well, no, we gave it to them. No, well, okay. I don't, it's just old farmland, like around Deval and stuff. And right. Where the red, the, that casino is. I don't know that that was Indian land years ago. I need to look at my Onyx next time I'm up there. Just curious. So I heard a guy, he was talking about how the, um, so you can't deposit, if, you, if you're a marijuana dispensary, you can't deposit the money. You got to keep the cash on you. So what they're doing now is the Federal Reserve will send an armored truck in the middle of the night. They take that money and they e-deposit you. So you can get a million dollars from the Federal Reserve, and they're going to put. So you can put it in your bank then, right? But you can't deposit that. You can't go to a bank and deposit that money. It's got to come from the federal government, and they e-deposit the money. So you're had to pay taxes on it then. Somehow, I guess. Have you watched Tulsa Time yet with Stallone? No, I don't. I'm not, I'm not, it's a good series, but it talks about some of this stuff too. So basically, they're lying to you. Who's lying? The government. Or someone lied to you and told you that. No. I'll look it up real quick. Go ahead. Go down. People ask what two states is gambling illegal. Go down real quick before you do that. Illegal. That illegal. Click on that. It's going to be Utah and something else. Hawaii, maybe. Hawaii. Utah and Hawaii. I got those right. I'll be damned. Um, how does dispensaries? Yep. Deposit money. That's cannabis industry is illegal at the federal level. So to avoid the decisions, they're only cash-based. Fuck, that's pretty damn smart. But what do they... So no cards. Uh, I don't know what to click on here. Click on that one. Flow Hub? It's just going to be a question. Here, go and see what it says. Banking for cannabis business is a topic surrounded with misinformation and myth. In this post, you'll learn everything. Well, according to the industry, is not unbanked, but it is underbanked. Don't know what that means. No, that's great. Don't really say much. Time spent reading the bank account. Uh, anyway. But I wonder if it goes to like a federal bank and that's the only way they can get money. I don't know. 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. Can you imagine being a bank in a small town and some guy says, listen, I'm going to deposit $3 million with you. Well, we can't take your business. In fact, they need the money. Yeah. It's interesting. So, anyway, we've already gone on an hour and a half, and I'm getting... No oh, shit? Yes. Oh, okay. All we right. got another one to do today, and then another one tomorrow, and... Then you're on vacation. Always a world traveler. All the way to Deadwood. So, anyway... Well, that's an airport I've never been to. So where do you fly into? Do you go Rapid I'm, City? Do you, do you go straight from Dallas to Rapid City? No, Minneapolis. Oh fuck! Back to that one. That's uh, <laughs> well. I hope it works out better for you than last time. What are you flying on? Delta. Now, good luck to you. All right. Well, you have fun. Thank y'all for listening to us. We appreciate it very much. Uh, God bless y'all. We're gonna have some Thanksgiving. We're gonna have some giveaways coming out pretty soon, and gonna have uh, a couple more announcements on some really cool shit. All right, thank y'all. Bye. I wasn't ready. You weren't ready? Well, you told me you were done. Well, and then I got to looking at this and see if I could find anything. I don't think you're going to find nothing you want on that. All right, I just need a quick, easy answer. Nothing quick, nothing easy. All right, bye, everybody. Go look at Double T British Kennels if you're in the market for another dog. Check out Ducks Unlimited, Dirty Duck Coffee, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Bangtail Whiskey, Alpha Outdoors, Huntproof Fab, Looking Glass Podcast, Lucky Duck, Shin Gear, Gundog Outdoors, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, and Mossberg. <laughs>